Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this recap episode of Flow Over Fear. Today, I'm going to break down my conversation with Pam Nemec. Uh, She is a brand culture expert and speaker who used to be a senior executive, one of one, one of two women in a male-dominated industry, uh, which was the restaurant industry. She worked for Whataburger. She was a senior executive for HR communications and uh, ultimately came from a marketing background. But what I loved about this conversation I had with Pam was that we talked about something that is a source of fear for a lot of people, a lot of leaders, a lot of people within organizations. And organizations, as well as individuals, feel fear. There is a sense of fear. And if, if you've ever worked for an organization, you know this. You know that the organization itself can feel fear. And within that, part of that reason is when the culture is not articulated. When there's no articulation of culture, there's uncertainty. And when that, when uncertainty exists, obviously fear and anxiety exists. So as leaders, it's an important conversation to have around the idea of culture. Culture's quite the buzzword and it's quite the big word in organizations because most leaders, I would say, believe or have a sense that they need a culture or that a culture exists and that culture is important. But many, many leaders, many organizations don't have a clear grasp of it. They don't have a clear control over it. But the thing is, regardless of if we have control over it or not, we do have a culture. And that is true whether we have five employees or 50,000 employees. In Pam's case, she was running the HR and uh, the culture for uh for an organization that had nearly 50,000 people. And she did it successfully. And one of the key things that she'd pointed out was that the reason that that was the case was that the, the culture was being not just spoken about, but action was taken on it from the top leadership on down, from the CEO throughout the organization, and everybody became responsible for it. Now, from my perspective, I, I run an organization that has about 150 people. I can't even begin to fathom what it's like to have to keep an alignment of a culture that includes 50,000 people. But the reality is, is that if we could do it well, if we can do these things well that, that Pam is talking about and that Pam speaks on and coaches on, well, then we could do it in any size organization. And we can ultimately use that culture to help eliminate or reduce or help us to rise above the fear that organizations feel. And, you know, that that's ultimately the goal is we want to remove that uncertainty. 
Uh, Pam had a lot of great insight into that, but she shared her own story of how she overcame a lot of those challenges to become a high achiever. And I think a lot of people can relate to these things. You know, when she was going through a significant transition in her career, where she was being promoted, she was having to move into a new place. She had a, a home being built and she was living in a townhome in this new area. Um, a family member that was close to her passed away. And additionally, later on in, in the midst of all this as well, within the midst of a few months, she found out that her husband was having an affair and she had to leave. The response that she said that, you know, obviously this tore her down to her core. It was, it was something that was tremendously painful and hurtful. And she'd wondered to herself and she expressed that, that when she thought of all that, all the, the things that were happening in her life that, you know, that she didn't deserve it, not, not just the bad things, but even the good things. And again, it kind of gets back to that point that when we have those outside influences that are out of our control, that impact us, our world, and, and we start to feel that hopelessness, our world starts to feel smaller, it may not be that way, but that's our perspective. Our perspective is like that. Uh, but she mentioned that, you know, but, but one of the key points is that over time, I mean, she, she evolved through this, that she found hope in that hopelessness, that she's married again, her kids thrived, her career thrived, and she became, still became a strong leader and things just got better. How did that happen? Well, because she found meaning on how to move forward. And the first step is, is she told us it's easy to fall victim to the circumstances that are outside of our control. But if we can obsessively focus on the things that are in our control, that we can recognize that we do have control of our own lives. And that first step of getting through those kind of traumatic or, or painful times is to share about them with the community that we have. In Pam's case, she shared it with family and she, she almost overwhelmed them with how many times she spoke about it, but also expressed how important it was that she had that community to, to, to share that with. And then the second point was that uh, asking what in the situation is really making you feel unsettled. And in her case, it was just making sure that her kids would be okay. That became the most important thing. So she began to devote her time to that. And that kind of... That that really overlapped with the message of culture that she began that that she had, which is the CEO at the time of of the organization that she was in gave her the grace to to take care of her family. Not only spoke about it, not only said it in that instance, but for the next twelve years, actually lived up to that uh, uh, what he'd said and what he what he told her that she could do. And so she proceeded because that culture was so strong, because that alignment with that company was so strong that she was with, she did her absolute best to find that balance of being a single parent, taking care of these two kids, showing up at basketball games, showing up for all of their events, every single one of their events. And in addition to that, becoming a valuable employee that was committed to the cause of the company and growing in the company. That balance is possible because I'll tell you if a high powered executive can achieve that as a single parent who has gone through some challenging experiences, 
that's a demonstration that it can be done. And one of the points that Pam pointed out, because I, I got curious at that point, how do you find that balance having to do all of that, all of that work? It's, it's not easy being a high powered executive and it's not easy taking care of a family. Uh, but the point was that she, she pointed out, don't strive to be perfect. Many of us find that fear, that anxiety, that personal anxiety in our attempts to be perfect, to, to find perfection. And that's where the anxiety and the fear live. But really, it's, it's to not strive to be perfect, but really just prioritize what's important. Is it doing the laundry that's important? Is it, is it cleaning the house every day important? No, not quite. You can let those things go as long as you take care of what's important. Connect with your family. Connect. Do, do the things that you need to do at work. Show up to the events. Show up. Those are the things that, that are important and just, and that, that provides that balance is to, is to find that prioritize, prioritization. We can fit more time into our hours when we do that effectively. And moving into the culture, there, there were really a couple of elements that, 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 you know, were important things that stuck out to me in this interview. And being that culture is such a big, big concept. You know that Pam has a very, very strong grasp of it because, and, and is an expert on it because she's able to simplify it and make it, make it clear to the point that I can understand it uh, or, you know, a five-year-old really can understand it. And that's, that's the key. That's how you know that, that you're an expert in something. And Pam explained it like this, that if you have a toxic culture, there's really a couple of things that are missing that are lacking, and that's communication and systems. And in order to have an effective culture, culture is really representative. To get 90% of the way there, culture is representative of having communication and systems. And yes, there's a lot built into that, but at least starting with that, that gives us a starting point. And for those organizations that feel like they haven't established a culture or haven't uh or, or don't have the right culture that's aligned with them, or they see that fear is, exists within their organization because of lack of certainty, lack of clarity, well, the place to start is to go back to where it all started with the company. What was that original vision? What was it that you were creating back at the beginning? What value did you want to add? Why did people want to come to work for you? Finding that initial purpose and going back to that gives you the uh, gives you the ability to create a culture statement. And then that's where the difficult work begins. Because once you put that out there, now you have to create the alignment. And that happens over time. But it happens through those two items, through communications and systems. And really, culture is such a big, big topic that we can't cover it within the course of an hour. Uh, but we did cover a lot, and I would I would recommend that if you want to hear more and 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 dig deeper into this idea of culture uh, and how it can help us to rise above our fears as an organization and as leaders, then please listen to this episode because regardless of where you're at, if you're feeling afraid as a leader, if you're battling anxiety, if you're uncertain as a leader, then you may just have a problem with culture. You may just have an issue with your culture that needs to be addressed. 
So listen to this episode, and and if it strikes a chord with you, reach out to Pam, to Pam Nemec, because she is an expert. She is the authority on this. She's built it within organizations that have, she's built culture within organizations that have tens of thousands of individuals and have created revenues of billions of dollars. And this is, and has served millions and millions and millions of people all across uh, the world. So if you want to reach out and get a hold of Pam, she is at pamnemic.com. That's P A M. N-E-M-E-C.com. You can also find her on the socials on LinkedIn and, um, and, and she will give you valuable insight into this. If you want to hire her to speak within your organization or you want to get some coaching from her or you want to go through her program, then reach out to her. But until next time, thanks for joining us on Flow Over Fear. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do, and I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then. Bye.